0: oh what's up everybody it's episode 37 of stick and rank podcast known as a sports and entertainment brand all across the globe vancouver dominating the market bending over all of the rest of canada showing them that we mean business we are the go-to guys for everything uh we'll sell you a couch a used car a sick hockey trade fucking deodorant this pen i'll sell you this pen uh, I'm also accompanied by three sexy people. I include myself in that. We're three people. Um, uh, but first, before I even ask them one question, before I even mention them in a breath, I do want to get some DraftKings talk. Our friends down at DraftKings, I'm going to throw the banner on the video. The banner is on the video. You may check out the banner if you don't want to listen to me, if you're a reader instead. DraftKings.com, our friends, our sponsors, presenting sponsors of Stick and Ring Podcast. Promo code THPN at signup. That gets you a free entry with your first $5 deposit. There are eligibility restrictions. Check out DraftKings.com for details. But all of it, guys, it's all there. Basketball, football, hockey, golf, not Formula One. I shouldn't say everything because I think that's coming. That better be coming. I w- I one day want to bet on those fucking 20 racers in there. I want to put all my money on Williams, Josh. That's what I want to do. But... Other than that, golf is done now. We've got the RBC Heritage coming up on Thursday. What else is coming around the bend? Canucks are coming back. The playoff train kicks off again on Friday. So if you're smart, you got every healthy Canuck on, on your roster, which is hopefully all of them. But other than that, guys, that's it for DraftKings. We got a promo code THPN that helps us out. When you use that promo code, that helps the boys out. So promo code THPN at sign up, free entry with your first $5 deposit, minimum $5 deposit, eligibility restrictions apply all that stuff all that goodness oh harder baby <laughs> episode 37 josh how are you doing
1: um boys it's good to be back uh I am in day seven. I don't know. I think day seven of quarantine, maybe. Anyway, so that's fine. Um, But it happened again, boys. I got another message from one of my other buddies asking me to golf. supposed to be today. Had to dreadfully say no. Um, My eyes are bloodshot. I've been looking at a TV screen for the last pretty much twelve hours of my day. So yeah, we're we're rolling. We're rolling right along. I'm running out of things to do. I'm running out of people to talk to because everyone's at work and it's midweek. So that's so that's fun. So yeah. It's it, it's it's fine. We're we're good. Raf, how are you? Doing, Phil? Yo,
2: good. I have also been looking at a TV screen for twelve hours of my day, but I do it by choice because I enjoy it. Um guys, <laughs> I, I realized something today that made me feel very old oh
3: at
0: not, least i never good
2: at least i think it made me feel old i was taking my sister to school because i'm a good brother and i was <laughs> driving i was driving back home and i guess like you know how in high school you would do like the what's it called like the two kilometer run or whatever the fuck it was yeah like around like the neighborhood and everything like that i saw kids running with like their phones in their hands and like airpods in their ears and all that kind of stuff and it just made me think and wonder like did we didn't do that when we were kids did we like, no, I would man. always leave, like, my phone and my shin in the locker, and I just thought that was, like, a really weird kind of, like, generational turn. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that. That's getting kind of weird.
1: Wait, hang on. Like, as in, like, you're seeing kids run with their phones in their hands?
2: Like, this kid's, like, doing the run. He has his iPhone in his hand. He has AirPods in his ears, and he's just going for a run.
1: Wait, oh. And some of these
2: kids, some of these kids run. were just. What's that?
1: They're doing, like, the two-kilometer run?
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. And that's, some kids are just I fucking fuck. running with
2: their phones too. And it's like, that's just super weird. And it made me feel very old for a brief moment, being like, is this what kids are doing now?
1: Dude, I've, yeah. I've always wondered what, like, hypothetically, boys, if we were to just shrink back, shrink back down to high school age and size, because 6'5 Elijah 260 is not going to look good in the grade 12 classroom. Uh,
0: <laughs> Billy Madison kind of look, right? Exactly.
1: I've always wondered what that would actually be like with like today's technology and everything and like how students like interact with one another yeah. you know like i feel like it's yeah. probably like they're all just like hunched around in their own little clicks and pods and shit all on their phones and just like it's supposed to be individual work but you're doing group work and like that type of shit like i don't know i've always wondered about that
0: yeah cool well, so when we were in high school i want to say like at least for me it was 2008 to 2013 for josh it was 2009 to 2014 that was like when was the first iphone release first iphone was like 2007 right
1: uh something
0: like that something like that. or first first smartphone i guess i should say
1: i yeah. um yeah something like that
0: i feel like back in the day like our obviously our phones didn't do shit compared to what they do now <laughs> like and we still we were kind of the only thing we were addicted to was texting each other that's all we did right. um yeah but now it'd be like what
2: is it t9 or something like that
0: yeah seriously word
1: baby guy.
0: liam fienan number 10 saying <laughs> boomers in the twitch chat body like dude, dude, just this
1: guys a fucking 98 get out of this fucking podcast you're not a B. dude he's got
0: he's got a fucking stock photo of a guy in a spaghetti strap tank top looking way too jack definitely not liam in that photo <laughs> but also dude we know liam in real life he's more of an old soul than we are so the minute he gets to our age dude he's grandpa liam that's all he is at this point
1: yeah 100 or at cool. least
0: we've got some youth left in our brains that's for
2: sure <laughs> i don't know man I, I i'll go against that i feel like liam is substantially younger than us liam's just always on top of it with like whatever memes and whatever stupid fucking sayings are trending first before anyone gets Fair to enough. it
3: liam was the first
2: person i ever heard yell sheesh just randomly and ironically, and I was just like, All right, cool, I guess. <laughs> and now the entire world's fucking doing it. So,
1: like, do you guys remember like
2: calling
1: it, like a spaz or like a cow? It's like, yeah. I did that a lot. Like, yeah. there, there were certain words, and now, like, if you
0: chatterbox,
1: like, yeah, like, yeah, I just did. I, I used, to, like... used to
0: call everyone a scrub, dude. I was a gamer and I'd call people a scrub <laughs> online, and then I'd go to high school and I'd dummy someone in PE, I'd be like, Dude, you're a scrub.
1: Do you guys? And do they you guys wouldn't know think, what to say. Do you guys think if I were to be in your high school at the time that we would be friends?
2: I would bully you. <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> no, I was just kidding.
0: Josh, you should have seen Raffle in high school, dude. I didn't go to his high school, but I knew what kind of guy he was in high school. And I think I know the reputation he had in high school. Like, <laughs> you think that... Like, right now, you kind of see Raffle like, great guy, nice guy. Actually, like, can be friends with everyone in high school. Literally, literally... <coughs> letter of the word was friends with everybody like there was not one maybe one person that he rubbed the wrong way everyone yeah. else was like oh i know raffle
2: i was a nice quiet kid dude i was also like i wouldn't fucking i, I wouldn't put myself as like the popular kid but i wouldn't also put myself as kind of like the not popular kid i was kind of like that like in that like i you don't played, know I, I just have you friends played with the everybody. field
0: perfectly dude
2: yeah I played the field and the i was only hanging thing out in the was- science hallway go to my fucking bio classes and go home
0: Yeah. The only thing is he was a whore in high school. He slept with like a hundred people. Oh, definitely. So true. Like probably should get tested. (laughs) Back to the cell phones. I do you guys. So one of the biggest things I thought is like during our time in high school, it it was like obvious. There's a fucking rule. You don't pull out your cell phone in class. Is that still a thing? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Because like by the time I got to the end of it, it was like, I'm using it for my calculator. It's like, I'm looking up the like how to do this. Like, fuck
1: off. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I guarantee there's got to be a rule, right? Like there has to be. Yeah. Like you can't just like sit, like, how are you expected to teach someone if they're literally looking at another screen?
3: Yeah.
1: Like, but I like that rule is still in effect in terms of how much it's actually like enforced. <laughs> I guarantee has gone way down.
2: Yeah, but do you very, also think that like like think about how incognito we were with our phones just like pulling them out underneath our desk like leaning back yeah, in a way to, like
1: next <laughs> next to your thigh dude how
0: dumb did we look That the exactly, fucking teacher yeah, yeah. was thinking to sound like what a bunch of fucking losers i see them the whole time
2: 100 <laughs> yeah but i'm sure like kids have now refined cheating on their phones right they've started doing Definitely. it they had to have started doing doing it in a different way mm-hmm. i've bet they revolutionized it or teachers have just like stopped giving a fuck and they're like you know what they're everywhere They might as well kind of utilize them somehow
0: Okay, I bet I I guarantee you they have texting breaks. I guarantee it. That was starting to come in like grade 11, 12 for me and I was like this is so weird. But they they, have I guarantee that.
1: You know yeah. you know what? You know what always made me laugh in high school was when you're in the bathroom and you're like washing your hands, taking a piss, taking a dump, whatever it is. Yeah. And You always look on the wall and always see some funniest fuck graffiti. Like there's always like like you see like someone bad mouthing a teacher. I mean, you know, like or like I remember no. dude, I remember this one time, dude. I remember this one time yeah. I'm I'm on the throne and I look and I remember like there was like, On the throne. I, I look and there was this girl that I knew, like she was in like one of my classes and it's like called this girl for a good time and like wrote her number and I'm like, holy shit.
2: Gosh, the real question, did you call
0: that number?
1: no chance i i almost texted it but uh i, I refrained.
0: <laughs> josh and michelle weren't really on the same page yet about like what the the dynamic of the house was that was that was for stampede that's what stampede unlocked yeah yeah there you yeah. go yeah, exactly <laughs> so Man.
1: What, what else do we have going on here <clears throat>
0: okay so guys i got big news well actually this is this is my day so far um i'm pretty sure i snapped it to liam's girlfriend and not him boom left you out of it liam get fucked <laughs> I so I come home, we go. I pick up Megan, we go to the gym at 3 30. We come home at five o'clock, and there's like probably a dozen people around our building. And there's two signs, two giant billboard signs outside of our house that say development application. Which is like, if you know, if you know, you know, dude, that means we're tearing this shit down. We're about to build a brick house, dude. That means they're rebuilt. That means they want to rebuild this shit. So they put in an application. Me and Megan, literally, like, I don't know if this is just us handling crisis or, like, handling news. We just started laughing. We were like, what the fuck? Like, this is wild, man. So,
1: yeah. This is, uh,
0: I am I might be getting evicted, boys. First time well, ever.
1: You know what, Ian? Yeah. I wouldn't worry too much. What I would do is, if you really don't want to leave, just chain yourself to the building. <laughs> When the children are rolling up your street, just fucking pull like a full-on Greenpeace protest and and pull a Jordan Belfer and just be like, "I'm not fucking leaving." Yeah, and dude. Fucking like...
2: chain yourself to that asbestos-filled building and just go down with the go down with the
0: ship. No. <laughs> Seriously.
1: Yeah, like it's only in the application process, but I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna go ahead, well, go hundred percent.
0: I thought so too. I thought that that like I live in I live in Marpole, which is kind of. I shouldn't be giving away my... Because there's not that many fucking buildings that have a development application in there. And there's um, a
1: pretty Honda Civic parked right
0: out front. Yeah, fuck off, dude. Fuck off. <laughs> he still probably has his winter tires on from last winter. <laughs> Go fuck
1: yourself. Turn those into F1 tires.
0: Hey, while so we're so giving so out addresses, see, let's, just, let's just toss out fucking... The if old, you see the giant fuzzy dice, that's the one. <laughs> Fuck off. It's okay. By the time anyone gets the supplies to get over here, I'm already kicked out. It's already bulldozed <laughs> to the ground. So don't worry. <laughs> so, Holy hell. Yeah, honestly, I'm actually not that worried about it. Cause like we we are planning to move anyway, but it's just hilarious to think about that, Larry. Dude, this I I posted this in the group, too. This is the most wild thing. No no one got a word in. Like no one, no one's been told anything. They didn't email really? anyone. They didn't send out any letters. They literally just sent some fucking honcho over nail up these signs and then like, yeah, get the fuck out kind no. of thing. Wow. Well,
1: That's I'm going to huh? ask you this because I've never had to do it, but is moving stressful?
0: Uh, different like, like aspects. Actual- yeah, yes, it is. Yeah, like, it sucks. Like the
1: actual day, like the actual day though, like when you're actually moving your shit, like is that stressful it's- or is it more I so love- finding the place?
0: Personally, okay, that's like a whole nother fucking smorgasbord of bullshit you have to deal with. Finding the place sucks because, like, it whether or not you're looking for a place to buy or a place to rent, it the basic routine you go through is you find places that you like that you don't end up getting or that like are just one thing away from what you want. Like, you have like a list of five things that you're looking for and it has three or five, you know, right? Um, and so that sucks. The actual day of moving, I wouldn't equate it to stress, it's not stress but just imagine waking up knowing you're going to get punched in the face that's pretty much what it is like because you know you, you're you not stressed you're like this day is gonna fucking suck that's yeah. what that's what you know that like it's it's so different from like this day is important it's more like i just hope i wake up and this day's over
2: no yeah. amount of planning can prepare you for a move you can be as fucking prepared as you want you can have as much shit as in boxes as you want but it's always going to be fucking something that goes wrong yeah. Yeah.
0: i would say this i would say if you're moving alone like if it's just you moving from one place to another probably pretty easy unless you you have furniture that you need help with but I'm just picturing like if it's just me that needs to move my shit and figure out my own problems that's I could do that but it's like all the other pieces it's like fucking landlords it's like making sure the place is clean that's the bullshit actually one of my favorite parts about the place we lived in is we had this big stink when we first moved in because like they did not do a good job cleaning it beforehand and we like did get kind of pissed off, but we also just cleaned it ourselves with the full understanding that when we live, we're just going to leave it a mess. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not, we, we paid for cleaners in the last place. We, yeah. ain't, we ain't doing shit here, dude. I'm going to take a shit behind the oven if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Just leave it there.
0: Yeah, seriously. You're fuck. I am. That's my life right now, waiting to. And last thing about it, you said like it's going ahead. I thought so for sure. I was like, there's no way. Like, this is an old neighborhood, old buildings everywhere. It's eventually getting torn down, and rebuilt. Yeah. But yeah. Pe- people were saying there was one across the road last year, or two years ago, or something that got that got denied, and like because the, oh. there was so many disputes about it. I guess I don't know. So what's the what's
2: the time window on this? Like when are you going to know if it's fully going to go through or not?
0: I have no idea. Apparently they submitted their their application last month around the twenty first, and the signs just got put up now. So it's like if it goes the minute that it goes ahead, I'm pretty yeah. sure they have to give us a minimum four months notice to get out that's not bad though that's plenty of time for honestly on on a serious note it's actually fucked up because like i would say megan and i are the luckiest people in this building because like we're probably one we're definitely one of the youngest people in here Mm -hmm. we don't have like we have steady enough income from both of us to afford something more than this but for example there's probably two or three units in this building of like old people with mobility issues that sucks and like clearly don't work um there's like there's a, there's a family downstairs who, I don't know, you just kind of, you know, you gauge what their life situation is and you kind of don't really, you, you know, like, you know, this is not going to be easy for them if this happens. So that part yeah. really does suck.
1: Yeah, but. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, and that's kind of the one side of it is like, when you are in those older neighborhoods, like you will start to see these people that are like, okay, like they're in here for a reason, right? Like it's cost effective, you know, it's cheap. You're kind of, you're pretty much central to a lot of things so yeah i mean that that fucking sucks but i mean like in terms of moving like
0: how much furniture do you guys have oh dude i my girlfriend's a designer dude i got a shit ton man
2: <laughs> just a bunch do of wanna, random, random fabrics and shit laying around all over the place
0: you want to see how many hey, fucking things? throw pillows i got josh <laughs> i'll throw you against a pillow dude How about that? seriously it. though it'll okay. be fun though I, I don't mind i can't wait we're gonna get a dog next oh, up
1: <laughs> um okay well we are a sports podcast
0: sports so. entertainment hell yes
1: so why don't we talk some hockey and then i want to talk a little bit of f1 with elijah as well yeah have that, you been watching drive to survive
0: yeah so i think i'm about four episodes into season two okay cool. about
1: Okay, we'll I forget the it. last
0: thing I dude. Daniel Ricardo, funniest guy probably in all sports, like funniest pro athlete. I would say he's when he's walking and he's like, I don't even, I don't think I could say the c word. Yeah, like, you
1: can. I, well, I think if you're if you're repeating, like you're I'm, I'm quoting nice
0: someone, way. he said, "Those fucking Netflix are say." Yeah, <laughs> like, he said it right to the camera, like, dude. That yeah, was like, hilarious.
1: Netflix kids have a bunch of say. <laughs> <of laughs> I was dying,
0: dude but, I couldn't take it
1: but you know what though okay I kind of want to touch on that because like I used to work with a guy from New Zealand and he, he would always come up to me and be like it's like josh you're a good day'm like okay <laughs> like it drove me nuts like I, I won't keep saying it because I know a lot yeah. of don't like the word but nonetheless like it just was, quoting
0: okay. dude we're just quoting out yeah here. we're, we're just, we yeah. are journalists doing our job yeah if exactly
1: we're sports journalists. <laughs> seriously Um, but it always it always made me laugh just like the way that he said it like the way that that's just kind of installed into the instilled into their culture oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. let's touch on f1 a little bit but let's talk some hockey because trade deadline Mm -hmm. day yesterday some moves were made by the canucks some decent blockbuster trades uh just in and around the nhl so e where do you want to go let's start with vancouver
0: why don't we do that okay so the Vancouver moves. They ship out Adam Gaudet to Chicago, get a guy named, is it Michael Highmore or Matthew Highmore?
1: Yeah, some, I, I, Highmore, that's all, right. all I know.
0: Already fucked it. M. Highmore, we're going to call him. Um, so they do that straight up trade. We send Jordy Ben to the Jets for a sixth round pick, as far as I know. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah. I think that was it. And is there another one for the Canucks or is, I think that's it, right? I, th- I think that was it. Yeah. In terms of the Canucks. Yeah. So that happened. Um, do you want to break down some like you want to talk well, about this real quick? You want to, you want to, you want to get get
1: going? Yeah, on that? I mean, okay. Well, Jordy Ben, like for me, I'm not really too upset about this. In a way, like I think they're just starting to pave the way for like rookies to come in and actually start like you know making more of an impact. So I kind of see it from that side. Yeah. Because like all the moves that I see, especially from Vancouver is anyone that's moved out, you know, are they part... And you have to ask yourself the question. Are they part of the long-term plan? Like, are they going to be playing with Pedersen, Horvat, and Hughes down the line? Like, in five, six years. Like, are they part of that plan? And if they're mm-hmm. not, then I would say deal them, especially this season, because your season's a write-off anyway. In a way. Or I, I don't want to say it's a write-off, but it's, it's, it's not looking good, for sure. You know, so... Like, obviously, like, with these two moves, even though they were, I would say, kind of minor, they were sellers. They weren't buyers, which means Benning is not bought in to making a playoff push this year. That's kind of the message that was sent.
0: Yeah. Oh, Okay.
1: So that's my take on Ben. I mean, Goddard. I actually really like Goddard, and I didn't really like that deal. I don't know anything about this high market. I have no statistics on him. I don't even know if he's in the lineup for the Blackhawks, but... Godet, I just I don't know. He seemed very energetic. He was a little water bug out on the ice when he played for Vancouver, and he was pretty electric. I thought.
0: Yeah, so I, I guess I'll talk real quick. But I, I I was a little bit upset about the Godet trade, just not because of what like what it ended up being who for who, more just the fact that like saying goodbye to a player who who has taken a long time to develop for sure. And hasn't really gotten to the point where people want him to, and uh, in front office as well. But I, I still think I, I tweeted this out. I think that he will one day be a 15 to 20 goal scorer in this league. If someone, if Chicago gives him a good enough chance, and if you know, if he has his luck with avoiding injuries, I think he will be a 15 to 20 goal scorer for who knows a few years in this league. I think he's got the skills, the skill set, and everything to do it. The the tough part is like I see the side of trading him. It kind of sucks that you don't get, you know, what you might expect to get for a guy like that, a former Hobie Baker winner, a guy who had 30-plus points the other season in 60 games. Like, he, yeah. he was playing well. And, and, like, the thing about godet he's a, he's an engine, dude. Like, he works. He works hard. Yeah. He was, I would say, for this, as difficult as this season was, him and, I would say, Hoglander was obviously number one for who who had to give-a-fuck meter at the best. Mm-hmm. But I would say that Godet was, he had to be two or three. Like, that yeah. guy was constantly giving it. And he's not <laughs> doesn't make the best plays, but at least the effort was there when, when a lot of the season people's effort wasn't there. So
3: yeah,
0: on that sense, I'm a little bit choked about about seeing him go. Um, but I also said when you look at the highmore kid, you said you didn't have many stats about him, and you know you're right. Like it's um, there's not even if you didn't know the stats, I, I know for a fact that Godet's probably played I want to say a hundred some NHL games, and he's probably I think he's about. Ah, uh, forty or fifty points career-wise, maybe yeah. sixty. So about half a half point a game. Uh, I think Highmore has a little less than about sixty or seventy games played, and he's got like twenty points or something like that. Like the the points, the statistics aren't good. Um, and, and on paper, it looks like a bit of a, a loss for the Canucks in this one. But the no. the the word has come out that the Canucks wanted to sign him out of college. I believe he was a, a college free agent. Um, they had a lot of interest in him there, and they think that he has untapped potential. So they obviously see something in him that they think they can extricate and, and kind of perform with. So I'm excited to see that because what I was saying is, is no one knew what Tyler Mott was going to be when we traded for him. Cause that was way back in the Thomas Vanek deal to uh, Columbus or whatever it was, Detroit. I don't know. Right. Um, So like oftentimes you don't really find out the result of the trade until a few years later. So I'm looking, I am looking forward to seeing how that goes. We did miss one, one move. The Canucks did, they did acquire Madison Bowie. Um,
1: Oh really?
0: So, yeah, yeah. So
1: from where? Washington.
0: Uh, I thought it was. Was it Washington? Yes, <laughs> I think. I think it was.
1: Dude, I don't, I remember, look at
0: us not knowing shit, dude.
1: Dude, I the whole the only reason why I know Madison Madison Bowie is his name actually. Is oh, is it Bowie? Because Fuck. I remember the. He's former, from Chicago,
2: isn't he? Huh? I don't
1: He's know. from
2: Ch- Chicago.
1: Oh, he used to play in Washington. Anyway. He yeah, didn't come from to Chicago.
0: Train. That's right. Yeah, he came
1: from Chicago. <laughs> the the only reason why I know this though is I remember being really invested again in like minor hockey, like WHL stuff, when I was watching the Kelowna Rockets, when it was like Nick Merkley, Josh Morrissey, uh, and then Madison Bally was Morrissey's defensive partner on on the WHL team. And the kid's pretty good. Um, I, I don't yeah. think he's ever really like solidified himself. Um in kind of any team that he's been on maybe lack of skill but also like when you look at like when you have a good player drafted out of the whl and you go to like a winning team it's harder to crack that roster for sure because yeah. like they may just not have a spot for you um so i mean again like i can't really speak to what he's done over the years but the name rings a bell and and i don't mind it so
0: nice yeah, I would say. so. Just an overall look at the way the Canucks are approaching this. So, funny enough, these are three minor, minor deals the Canucks have made. And fucking Canucks Nation is livid. Like, yeah. leave it to Vancouver to somehow create a mountain out of a molehill. This is not a big deal. What is going on? Some people wanted more for that They should have traded him earlier when his value was higher. Some people wanted Pearson moved as well. Just fuck off, dude. Like, can we just we just leave this small time situation as a small time situation, just move on and, and look forward to Friday's game.
1: Like, yeah, like I agree. Like, I think, like, I think the it's not like we we're blowing up the roster here. You know, it's yeah. not like we're trading away like a key piece. Like, are we trading away depth guys? Yeah. But again, a depth guy is, you have to ask yourself that question as a GM and as a fan, like, do you see this person on the team five, like four to five years down the road? And if the answer is no, then that person is expendable. Like, I'm sorry, but they are. You know, it, it's the sad truth. And again, like people always care about like what you're doing now and what you're producing now. You're only as good as your last season, it almost seems, in Vancouver, which I think is a very...
0: oh Yeah, fuck Josh's audio. Who cares about it, dude?
2: <laughs> it's for the best. You yeah, Josh. Yeah, oh, <laughs> there
1: you, I think you're back now. Sorry. Fucking okay. got a little phone call from a buddy, and and I don't know why He's probably
0: asking that. you to golf, dude yeah
1: I guess, yeah so so anyway like i think like if yeah if you don't see them in the future then they're expendable like they really yeah.
0: are so the i should have sold you the part that people are mad about honestly canucks nation they they're actually pretty okay with trading people like if anything they're fucking gun ho on just getting rid of people on a whim so mm-hmm. they're they're more of the thought like jim benning's not doing enough not getting enough but I would say the, the thing that gets me about this fan base, I almost rant each episode about what this fan base fucks me up with, is like the idea of not trading Pearson, signing him instead. The people that wanted him traded, honestly, it, it comes across as like, man, a second, third round pick might take this team over the top. It's like, no, that's a second or third round pick that might come up in the next three or four years. Like, okay. That really doesn't make or break what this team is. If, In my opinion, if you want to be a fan that's – and I, I hate to put the divider there and say you're either a fan or you're not because there is a middle ground. I, I get that. But in my opinion, you should at least be enough of a fan to say that you are a fan of the core, the Pedersen, Hughes, Horvat, Besser, mm-hmm. Miller. You're a fan of that. You're a believer in that. And you should, you should consciously be able to say like, okay, I might not like Jimbo, but – He's built a pretty good team and I like the team. I think we can win with the team. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's right. That's right. I think some fans are fucking idiots.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, and, and again, like, no matter what you do, like, everyone's going to be like, oh, you got fleece in this trade. And like, and, and I think every fan base does this is like from a face value trade, and we can jump into another one. Um, is like and from face value, like, you don't know what it's going to be. You'll never know. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, when you look at, um, who was it? Uh, the Mantha man- trade? The ma- Well, no, the Mantha trade. But I'm just talking about general trades, like overall. Like you know, the Subban and uh, the Suban and Weber it's trade.
0: Great example. Montreal.
1: People, uh, like, were about to murder Bergeron because because they traded <laughs> Subban. But look, dude, look what look at where Weber is now, like three years down the line, and Subban's on a second team in that timeline. Like, clearly, there was like Bergeron was right. But they only care when the player you trade away does well, and like that's when you're like, oh, he, you know what I mean? Like, if this high more kid comes in, and you know lights it up, or like at least does well, dude, this conversation is gonna be over by next week. Yeah, you know, like
0: that, that's that's exactly it, and um, the and that that's the thing is hindsight is is twenty twenty whenever whenever there's like someone else to blame, whenever you can blame the GM hindsight is right there to do it. But yeah. like, th- and this is a, this is the thing that whenever, and this is whatever side of an argument you fall on, it's so hard to give credit when you're wrong. No one does it, especially in social media. Why would you? Yeah. But people also are way they're They are fucking lightning quick to give up criticism when they're at least minusculely. Right. You know, yeah,
1: hundred percent. So. And like, and another trait that I was even thinking of to speak more of like how Vancouver reacted from a fan that was looking from the outside in was Corey Schneider to the devils. Like that, yeah. that pick that they got for him was Bo Horvat, dude. That's your fucking captain. Like that was the pick that got you Bo Horvat. Like he traded them to Jersey for the number seven and it ended up being him. Like, you know, and look at where Schneider is, dude. This guy doesn't even play. And now you've got your captain. So, yeah. you know, Again, like from face value, people are like, "Dude, like, what are you doing, riding Lu- Luongo? Like, he's so bad. Like, Schneider should be your goalie." Well, you know, I mean, Loango had a more successful career after he left Vancouver, and you know, you're still eating his contract, which which is shitty. But Schneider's not even playing, and Bo Horvat is still here. You know, like I feel like this. <laughs> yeah. And again, JT Miller trade, same thing. You know, you give up a first round yep. pick let the t- tied for team scoring last year. You know he's having a bad year this year but nonetheless it's just like people like if he didn't pan out in that first year people are about to kill you. But I didn't hear anyone say anything about JT Miller last year when he was leading the team in scoring. Not one thing.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's where d- take, take the L.
0: Disco Stew on a on Twitter is pointing out that Luongo got us marquee as well. There you which, go. I mean like what a uh, fucking thank you for pointing that out disco Stu, because that when we look back 3 years from now let's let's just hope that we're kind of a perennial contending playoff team at least just in in the hunt every year right yeah. if we're get, if we get to that point i honestly ah <laughs> oh, fuck it sorry i got distracted there um 3 years from now if we look back at the, at the time that we had marky for those 5 years or so and especially the last 2 when when we kind of had our core figured out and he was there I would say that he probably might be the most important part of getting us there because he, like he picked up, he really put some fucking tape on the holes of this team yeah, to make us, make us be better than we were and learn how to win, you know, and like experience winning for the first time in a long time. That yeah, that, that was 90% him. And so when you, when we hopefully look back at, at his time here, we, we're going to trace all the way back to the Longo trade Trading Luongo got us Marky, which got us a winning culture. Like how, how fucking sick is that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But,
0: so yeah, hey, I want to I want to move on to the some NHL trades. Yes, just only, I don't want to cover all of them. I don't even come come close to that.
1: There's two trades I want to talk about, and I Hell think yeah, you know I already those know. are Anthony yeah. Mantha and Taylor Hall. Those are the only two I want to discuss. Dude, sure. Anthony Mantha, man, and you know what? I'll credit I'll credit Steve Eiserman, dude. Like this guy, like we all knew this was coming. Like this is what Eiserman does; he fleeces teams for players that have value not just for this year but going forward and because he he'll trade a core piece because he knows like when your team is in the dumps like when you're dead last like detroit is you don't have a core you don't need a core you're not going to be competitive because clearly if you were good this core piece would be a difference maker and manth is not he's still effective and he'll do unreal on washington but at that point like Washington again like you kind of have to follow this up like you have to follow up the cup run in a way you know like they're the fact that they've been so good for so long and they only have one cup to show for it I'm not saying that's a bad thing but nonetheless you look at the teams that they battled with like a Pittsburgh or a Chicago over the years like you know those teams have multiple cups and they have won and like mm-hmm. they only won it a couple of years ago so I I love the Mantha trade I think it's uh I think it honestly it's at the end of the day, like the capitals got fleeced, but also at the same time, people have to remember, like the capitals are in a win now situation. Like when the capitals are like when Detroit is good, Washington is going to be bad. Like everyone's going to be gone pretty much. Like I would say retired. Like that's where I think Steve Eisenman looks at the long-term game. is like, he's looking at, we're not going to be good this year or next. It's going to be in the next four to five years.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I wanted to see something real quick. Uh, Either way, I'll kind of just bounce the ideas off you and we'll see if we can get there logically. Um, So this idea about Steve Isman, because he, like you said, a lot of people give him a lot of credit and I think he's one one of the best GMs in the league. Um, Like I can't take that away from him. What I will say is it is much easier to pull these trades off when you're in the position that Detroit's in. Like, like when you're, it, when you know you're bottom of the league going into the season, you are bottom of the league during the season, and you have a player like Mantha where you've got this timeline. I don't know, is it 25, 24, 26? I don't know. Yeah. Either way, got a pretty affordable contract. He has yeah. a bunch of upside and he's performing decently well. Like that's, this is a moment where you can easily say, fuck it. It doesn't matter if I, it really doesn't matter if I'm wrong on this. Cause like he even said, he's not going to fit our timeline anyway. Yeah. So even if he fucks this trade up and and you know Anthony Mathen becomes this 40 50 goal guy, well, not a big egg on his face anyway. Whereas mm-hmm. when you look at guys like Jimbo and, and sorry, I one more point about Eisman This is what he did with Tampa, too. Yeah. I don't I don't know how bad they were in 2010, but he took over in 2010. It took them till 2019 to win a cup. He didn't exactly build like a, an overnight dynasty. No. So I, he did a lot of good shit. But by the by the time he got to a position where Jimbo's kind of in, he was making some pretty aggressive moves, man. Yeah. Like, like that, what what was the Jonathan Duran for Sergachev? That one worked out, but not as well as you originally thought. And and even now, like you got I don't this is the part I didn't I didn't really clarify because I don't know if he was the one to do the Blake Coleman trade. You know, the mm-hmm. where I think it was last year when they were loading up or either the year before. I'm pretty sure it was last year. They were trading away like first round picks, second round picks. You're getting getting guys who are playing like third line minutes yeah. that ultimately won them their cup. But, you know what I mean, like that's a pretty big payment. I so mean, what I'm trying to sorry, I, w- I want to wrap it up by just saying Jimbo is in a hard spot, man. Like so ignore the first 3 years of his tenure because you're coming off the Sedin hangover and, and fixing that part of the team. Yeah. But once you actually get pieces that we have the core, now you have a deci- especially early early success last year. Now you have a decision where okay I could trade Godet at the peak of his value, but like what if by trading a guy that just got thirty points, what if he improves next year and we falter as a team like we did this year? Like mm-hmm. imagine the uproar if he had traded Godet in the off season and he went on to have six, like a point a game pace or or eight or sixty points in eighty games and the Canucks mm-hmm. missed the playoffs. You know, like it's not fucking easy when you're in this middle of the pack kind of situation.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's I, my that's I my. And, and I think like that, and, and I agree with you in the sense of like, okay, when you're a middle of the pack team, and I would say like, that's probably like 70 to 80% of the week, like you're a middle pack team. I would say Yeah. when you're in the, when you're in the top 10, you're going to be buyers for probably the next four to five years at a trade deadline. You're looking to add like the Thomas Vannecks, like the guys that are the UFAs, right. That are at the end of the season. Like that is your zone. Mm-hmm right and then what you do if you're the bottom team or the bottom 10 you're you you're already at the bottom you're not going to get worse you know you're not going to get relegated you know you're not out of the nhl so you know you might as well trade guys that you thought were gonna obviously pan out or maybe they're just not part of that core it's like hey you know what are these players good enough to be a core a core player for us in the next five to six years again Comes down to that question. If they are, keep them. If they're not, trade them because they yeah. still carry high value. And that's where Mantha does carry value. It's the fact that he still puts up consistent numbers on a shitty team. So then when you make that in your head, you're like, well, holy fuck, what is he going to do on a wagon like Washington? Everyone's like, well, they're going to put them over the edge. And so, and also at the same time, like Eisenman, like what I will credit. For Tampa Bay, like he drafted Stamkos, I'm pretty sure. Did he not or no? Uh,
0: he came no. in 2010, I think. I think he was 2009 or something like that.
1: Yeah, okay, so he had Steve, yeah, he, but he didn't have Kucherov, he didn't have Tyler Johnson, he drafted Druin, he drafted Hedman, pretty sure. Actually, Victor yeah. Hedman, not 100% sure, maybe. Oh. Um, but he drafted Vasilevsky, he hired John Cooper, like, <laughs> like Iserman is a very good evaluator of talent looking at the minors so like when you look at his tenure with tampa like did he make any blockbuster trades i maybe like not huge ones but it was more so like his scouts and like his team that he had working for him as well like yeah he he forms a team that kind of just comes into one you know what i mean like i think that's kind of it's basically our Trevor Linden, except Eisenman is like a hundred times better.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like
1: is to Detroit.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. So the Jacob Brana going the other way, big mm-hmm. piece. That's a talented guy. A lot, a lot of upside on Jacob Rana there. They, they got a package coming the other way. Like you said, Eisman pulled off a, a pretty good mm-hmm. deal here. Um, I would say, I would say it's an even trade run. You can't call a winner on this one just yet.
1: Yeah. And, and again, like I think Mantha is going to be more so the immediate impact. Yeah. um but yeah nonetheless so why don't we move on let's move on to taylor hall taylor hall yeah. fucking dude that was a waste of time going to buffalo so you just drive down the road when <laughs> you're in bean town yeah which is now he's kind of come full circle i mean he's in the place now where it was sagan or hall in the draft i forgot what year it was and the team that i'm pretty sure 2010 2010 yeah so, so yeah he, he went from the number one team because they took a number one overall and then he got traded 11 years later to the number two team, which is just, it's wild. It's wild how much Taylor Hall has bounced around. Would you not agree? Like, what's wrong yeah. with this guy? Like, like, there's is there something wrong with him or am I just out in left field here?
0: Do you think he's just a giant curse? I don't know. That's, there but is I'm, that thought about, like, him like, as a person, as a player, nothing terrible, but him as, like, a connotation and what the vibe the fans have around him now is fucked, and you heard you heard our guest Tara last week saying like she thinks Taylor Hall's hot garbage.
1: Like I just a lot of people do, dude. I don't know, man. Like this guy, like he's like he's a free agent at the end of the season. And what did he yeah. get Buffalo seven and a half one year deal? That I think was it was five. I
0: think it was ten. I thought it was ten, dude.
1: Dude, I'll call it right now. If this guy gets anything over three years. Over six and a half million, I will be shocked. I will genuinely be shocked. Yeah.
0: That's a, that's a tough take too, because in the like, it all depends on what he does the rest of the year, right? And playoffs.
1: I mean, I, mean, I think yeah, true. I think Sorry, that, it's eight man, eight
0: million, million a year. I fucked it up. Eight
1: million. But the other the other side of it is as well is what team has Taylor Hall been on that has actually been a competitor? He's been on Edmonton. Yeah. He's been on Arizona. He's been on fucking Buffalo, which is, I never thought it could get any worse than Edmonton. It has. Yeah, um, it, it has. Where else has he played? Is that it? Uh,
0: New Jersey and where Arizona. At? Did you say that?
1: Yeah. yeah Arizona. I, I, I forgot Jersey. Who
0: would have thought Jersey, that he would have peaked in Edmonton, hey? Well, well, New Jersey, I would say. He had a 100-point season in New Jersey, won the MVP, and...
1: He basically got yeah. them to the playoffs. He got New Jersey into the postseason. Yeah, I I got I got
0: to call out Scott Rintoul on this moment because we so we had Scott on the show. Great guy, love him. Would have him on anytime. I was listening to him on the radio today, and he was kind of he like a lot of people. He was kind of dumping on Taylor, and saying like you know like he kind of stole that heart trophy from McKinnon, didn't really deserve it, and that's all he's known for is having this heart trophy, and he's kind of been overvalued for it since. Well, I would say even if you stole the trophy from him, he still had like a fucking hundred point season, wasn't it?
3: Mhm.
0: so I mean, even if he doesn't win that heart, that Hart trophy i think he would just go around saying one time hundred point score mm-hmm. but and and on that note listen taylor hall he's not as bad as people would say i would I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say that i think taylor hall is gonna do great in boston i just think that that's the perfect place for him look at all the teams he's been on so far edmonton way too big expectation or just not a great situation new jersey he was the man Mm-hmm. Arizona, they paid a lot to get him, and he was supposed to be the man. Mm-hmm. Goes to Buffalo, and is finally not the man. But they—they they, they are the shits. They literally cannot play the hockey. They don't know how. Yeah. And now he goes to Boston, and he's literally like he's probably fourth on the totem pole there when it yeah. comes to offense,
1: and, at, at best. And and I think I think the thing is with Taylor Hall is that we've all realized is he can't be the guy. He can't. Be the number one, yeah. as we've seen mm-hmm. with I would agree with Jersey, Arizona, and Edmonton. However, he and and it's so funny. You look at where Edmonton was when you had the big three. You had Nuge, you had Ebbs, and you had Hall. And when you look at all of them now today, they're all kind of they're not the number one guys. Yeah, like they're not on their teams. And you look at the success that Everly has had. You look at the success that Nuge has had. And, like, they've, they've been lucky to find their niche, and Taylor Hall hasn't. He hasn't been able to join a team that's actually had success where he is the number two. And I think that's really unfortunate, because <laughs> I do really like Taylor Hall. I really do. But it, it's just so shitty, because everyone thought this was the year. This is the yeah. year. You go to Buffalo. You're behind Eichel. You've got Jeff Skinner. Like, you're you not expected to be that 100-point guy that you were in Jersey. You're not going to get Buffalo over the line. You know, that's going to be up to Eichel and and, and some other players. So, I I agree. I really like the deal to Boston. I really do. Um, I think he's joining a really good situation there with winning culture and a team that is kind of in a win-now mentality, as Taylor Hall is as well.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Great take, Josh. We can move on now. Um, Good hockey talk, boys. What's up, everybody? This is Brendan. This is Taylor. And we
2: are Straight Up Sabres, covering the Buffalo Sabres for the Hockey Podcast Network.
1: That's right. You can hear us every Monday and Thursday on Hockey Podcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Straight Sabres or follow us on Facebook at Straight Up Sabres.
2: We are very excited to bring you all of the latest coverage of what is surprisingly seeming to be a
1: pretty exciting Sabres season ahead. That's right. The Rasmus and breakout season is here. You can only hear it every Monday and Thursday. A hockey podcast network and Buffalo fanatics. Wherever you get your podcasts. Um,
0: before we jump into F one, before we get there, Josh, let's get um, it. I do want to talk about. I want to talk about my fuck a couple things. My knee, my knee's junked, dude. I need. Do y'all? Th- I I want to say, can you diagnose my knee pain? But that's too hard to do. If any, if we if we have any physiotherapists listening to this podcast right now, I need some help. Just reach out to me, Uh, Josh. When you before you blew out your knee, did you say you had like a part a, a pre, like a what's well, not a pre existing injury, but a, a small injury that happened before?
1: No. So basically, what happened to me was I never had a knee problem. Yeah. Uh, and then I sprained my MCL. So the issue with that, obviously, is I can't get surgery on it until I actually blow it out, which is really shitty because I can just continue to sprain it, and it can continue to be a bitch for like the rest of my life. I kind of have to wait for someone to like hit me with their car and then I can get some surgery on it. So, yeah, like, but I never had any pre-existing injuries. Like I never had a knee problem before that. I've had continuous knee irritations because of it. But yeah, yeah it's never been like fully like torn or broken or anything like that.
0: So when that chonky high school guy fell on your knee, you just sprained it. That was it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, I, remember, I, I remember going fuck.
1: to like these, the two cute sports medicine girls that were like the trainers on our team. Like they were grade 12 and I was grade 10. I'm like, guys, I'm like, I'm like girls. I'm like, my knee is killing me right now. I'm like that. I'm, like that fat dude just landed on me and they look at me like, Oh my God. Like, uh, and they kind of like looked at each other. Like, okay, like we'll wrap it. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, like, they wrapped it. And they're like, okay, like, you should be good. I'm like, I'm like I don't think you understand my pain right now. Like, I can barely fucking run. Coach <laughs> is like, Josh, you're back in, right? Like, you're in the next series. And I'm like, yeah, sure, coach. Like, come on. Like, let's go. And, like, I'm just fucking <laughs> running on this thing. I'm, like, hobbling around. So, it was, it was tough. It was a yeah. bad one. So, okay, okay, so
0: I'm at the point now where I would say it's been – my knee's been bothering me for about two weeks. And I don't okay. If there's any other, we were talking earlier with Liam about fucking ageist, and he was being he was he was being ageist to us. Um, This might be a sign of feeling old. I feel like I might be on the verge of blowing my knee, not because it's like so painful, it's about to fall off, but I've I've got like an equation in my head. I've got okay, I'm kind of a fat slob, so I've got got a little bit of weight on those (laughs) joints, and i've got like this pre-existing pain which is like very acute like it's very specific it's not just general like it's not just on it's not jumper's knee that's a big thing in volleyball it's not jumper's knee but it's like eh, pretty specific and and i in my head right now i'm picturing all the things i want to do during summer i'm like well golf okay that's pretty good on your knees that's not horrible kind of a twisting motion but
1: not horrible golf, golf is fine
0: <laughs> golf is fine you can play on that one Twisting knee. If you motion really does not sound good though Probably not great, especially when you have my swing, which is just very hunky dory. Makes no sense. Then, two, I think of spike ball and I think, okay, that's like literally sending my ACL on an expedition (laughs) outside of this country. Like, there's no, it might not hang out when I try and dive for a ball. I have a
2: three three for you that you forgot to include. Let's hear it. Elijah going to the gym. Whatever happened to that?
0: I've been going. I went the last two days in a row. So, E. I would say, but I'm I'm that guy at the gym right now. I'm skipping leg day every day because I don't want to have my ACL blow out when I'm squatting like two pounds.
3: Mm-mm.
2: You should do some like rehabilitation for it. Do some therapy. Get yeah. some resistance bands.
0: So, haven't you heard? Dude, I'm getting kicked out of my apartment. I have bigger fish to fry.
2: So, <laughs> you just keep see, putting off fucking going to the gym, dude.
1: See, the one the one thing I will say is you need to strengthen that knee as much as you can, and or around
2: better. the knee, right? Dude, start no. swimming or something.
1: No, like, I you need to, like, like Raf said, like, you need to start doing, like, actual, like, like, making that your legs stronger. So, you yeah. shouldn't be skipping leg day. I feel like that's the opposite. Like, you skip nah. leg day when you're actually fucked and you can't move it. Until then, you're fine. You just need to strengthen up the muscle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys. You're basically asking me if I'm hurt or injured right now. And I'm saying I'm hurt. And you're like, okay, well, don't be a pansy. Get back in there. <laughs> Yeah,
2: basically, dude. Don't be a pants. Meanwhile, get back I'm, in going,
0: I'm going down on like a weightless squat and all I hear is click, click. <laughs> 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 I think I just I just wanted to put it on the record somewhere that someday when I'm like out there at Kitts Beach, like right around a spike ball net, just some like beached whale moaning and groaning about his knee. I want to <laughs> say that I told myself so. Okay. Can That's you be really definitely. dramatic
2: about it when it finally happens?
0: I Oh, dude, I will be in tears. Because like <laughs> I'm, I'll be so sad. Cause that, I like I know how long that takes. I know what that does to you. That would fuck my brain up so much.
2: No, no. I mean, like by the injury in general. Can you not just be like walking and then make it look like you just rolled your ankle or something like that? Can you like actually like take a huge dive and just tumble and just be very <laughs> was, over the top? If, it,
0: if it's the way people describe it to me, where it sounds like a giant elastic band that snapped, dude, I will probably <laughs> be like, like you know the the cover of the movie Get Out with the guy just like eyes wide open and tears. <laughs> like that's what I'll be. I'll just be oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. So done with the world.
2: Dude, um, just like uh, Liam said in the chat, look forward to, to the two cute sports therapists that we'll bring you to.
0: Oh, nice, there's dude. There's always a silver lining. Hopefully there's two in the chat, man. I want Liam as one of them. <laughs> Alright.
1: Okay, let's let's talk some F1 here. Heath. Okay.
0: F1 racing. is This, this technically isn't sports talk because racing's not a sport.
1: Fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, F1 <laughs> racing. Josh, what do you want to talk about? Let's hear it.
1: Well, I kind of want to see where you're at with like, try to survive here. Like, yeah, okay. So, it, like, what questions do you have? I want the questions.
0: Well, I would... Okay, tough, because I haven't watched it in, like, two th- two days or so. And, okay. I, like, I'm, I'm the same as everyone. When I'm watching it, questions are flying in my head. I'm like, oh, what about this? And I have, like, funny takes about it, too.
3: Okay.
0: The one thing I will say... So, Josh and I are, are, are planning on watching F1. We're going to watch F1 race on Sunday. It's my first one ever. F1 virginity being popped just like that i'm actually kind of scared about how hard it's gonna feel um
2: do you but, think you will wake up early enough to make it there for 6 a.m
1: no chance
0: i
2: like I'm knowing how punctual you that. are and like how fucking on time you are like there's no there's no chance you show up right when it starts i think
0: 6 6 a.m is a bit easier than like eight thirty or 9 o'clock just because like eight thirty, nine o'clock i kind of like i it, it's just like water a dog's back a uh, second episode in a row i use that term um like i don't give a fuck i'm like i could wake up for that no problem but 6 a.m kind of like it scares me it puts me in my place
1: well um well don't forget it. like you're not up at 6 a.m like you're probably up at like 5 30 driving to my house yeah and yeah, then dude that's, remember that's when
2: you get there you're watching cars go around a track
1: <laughs> hey,
2: for what it's yeah. like fucking for two sounds, hours
0: sounds like melatonin on tv dude i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do <laughs> yeah this. you're not staying awake through that whole thing there's no way <laughs>
1: dude trust me i i'll be hyped I,
0: okay, you know. so here's here's what – I'm going back to it, guys. Here's what I was saying is that okay. lots of questions when I'm watching it, lots of thoughts, but here's where I'm at. I, I tried to not really like look at current F1 stuff while I've been watching it because the season two is like – what is it, two years ago?
1: Something uh, like no, that? Season two was
0: – Last 2019.
1: year, or, no, Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was 2019.
0: Almost last year, yeah. So I was trying not to get myself any spoilers, but now here I am. I'm about to go watch my first race. I have no idea what's going on. And I'm looking, and so I kind of spoiled it for myself. I looked at the standings right now. My boy, Daniel Ricardo, not with Renault. That didn't go well in season two, I guess. <laughs> um <laughs> what else? Well, then I start seeing names that I don't know, like L. Norris. Fuck are you?
1: Who? Um Lando L. Norris?
0: N- yeah, Lando Norris. Did I meet him yet? Dude, I might have dude, met him.
1: Dude, he was at the end of season one. He was that little McLaren kid.
0: <laughs> oh, I remember this this cocky looking fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah so i
0: like, will say the thing i'm liking about f1 so far is it seems like all these drivers got a little bit of toot and a little bit of sass to them dude they all got like it's a requirement it's the first box you check off when you're like you want to be an f1 driver do you have a massive ego okay next part dude. well they all come from wealthy families don't they
1: not uh really. no not not we- all wealthy
0: not. families or like extraordinary stories of how they got there because it takes a okay, lot of yeah. money yeah, yeah
1: like you have like Lewis Hamilton actually comes from, I don't know if he was poor, but he was definitely not rich.
2: Wealthy, yeah.
1: Um, But then you have, like, someone like Lance Stroll, whose dad is Lawrence Stroll, who's a billionaire, Canadian yeah. billionaire, who essentially bought his way into to F1. Yeah. So, like, he has a seat, right? Like, he'll always have a seat as long as Lawrence Stroll is in the sport because he'll always race for his dad's team. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, like some of them, like I don't really know, but you, you know, you will see like Esteban Ocon. Uh, yeah,
0: he's who, back. Welcome back, Ocon. Yeah, he's always back. loved him.
1: Uh, you've got a couple. You've got a couple new drivers that are making their rookie season. So Yuki Tsunoda for AlphaTauri, also known as Toro Rosso, whatever you want to call it. So he's yeah. there. He's rookie season. Uh, Nikita Nikita Mazepin. Mazepin. I don't really know how you say his name. Um, so that's and then the other one is Mick Schumacher, and he's kind of the big one that they're saying, like, this guy's gonna drive for Ferrari because his dad, Michael Schumacher, is the I used to be, I guess, because Lewis Hamilton's <laughs> pretty much broke all of his records, is the son of Michael Schumacher. And yeah. Schumacher is like, some people say he's still the best race car driver ever, like, ever.
0: Some people say that. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all.
1: Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, it looks like, and, and, and I'm looking at the standings. It looks like fucking Brett Favre is driving for Alpine. I mean, Fernando Alonso <laughs> coming out of retirement. Like, what the fuck is the point of having the big ceremony, the big send-off if you're just going to come back?
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, F1, like, it's an, interesting, it's an interesting one because it's such a unique sport. Like, some people will go from, like, NASCAR to, like, IndyCar and shit. Whereas, like, F1, it's like, dude, this is the only thing that you can do. Like, you're not going to go, like, Fernando Alonso, unless he pulls, like, a Talladega Knights and just goes into NASCAR and just dominates. (laughs) But I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this race, dude. I can't wait.
0: Dude, I mean, we got in the Twitch chat, someone saying Senna was the best. Um, I, I like, want to say a joke, but too soon.
1: So here's well, here's the thing, is the track that they're racing on this Sunday at Imola, that's where Senna died.
0: I don't want to watch Ooh. anymore, dude. Why are we getting all why are we getting all weird and sentimental about this?
1: I'm just I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying, like, and so everyone, I never actually knew whatever happened to Michael Schumacher, because like he's alive, but apparently he was actually in like an almost fatal accident that's pretty much like I don't want to say this in a mean way, but he's pretty much a vegetable. Like, he has not made a public appearance in, like... Oh, really? 14 years. Yeah. When like, did this lot... happen? I forget. You can Google it. Like I'll look it up. Yeah, you can look up Michael Schumacher's skiing accident. But basically, it caused him to, like, never walk again. Like, it was, it was brutal, apparently. So, and the family... 2013. Always... Yeah. So, the family's always been super private about it. Um, oh but yeah like i always find it like so ironic that like these guys drive like bombs on wheels and like that's kind of how like that's how you know like your life kind of ends in a way you know
0: yeah with a skiing accident of all things
1: it's an interesting one so anyway
0: yeah okay well I'm, i'm excited you got some like this is i gotta get over this josh it i need fucking lewis hamilton to lose like i need to be able to have degenerate bets and so, right now it feels like I can't do that because he's a horse that never loses.
1: Dude, well, it's funny you say that because Verstappen is actually the favorite to win this race.
0: Oh but now, now we're talking now. I'm betting want, on Hamilton. But like I that. went
1: on but I went on bet 365 today. Yeah. And, and apparently if you bet a hundred bucks on a Williams driver winning a race, <laughs> it's like I think it's like forty thousand dollars.
3: <laughs> wow!
1: <laughs> like no, like I'm telling you, E. Like you want some righteous bets? Like go go look at that and look at the the spreads and like just look at the win to loss ratios. It's fucking crazy how much has to happen for like these teams to win a race or like to to come top yeah. three. Like it's well nuts. He-
0: I imagine the betting world is pretty sophisticated in understanding F one. And they probably do it like horse racing, where you're allowed you don't really necessarily have to pick the winner of the race. You're allowed to pick predict who comes in what position. That's yeah. probably the better avenue for F one. Cause like you said, when you're watching Drive to Survive, a lot of it is just about like, can we get in the in the point in the points? Can we get in the points? Like top yeah. ten. And and can you get like can you break can you be top of the middle pack? There's like that kind of stuff. So that would be that's definitely the hot take zone right there.
1: Yeah. That's I'm where sure. hot takes live. Like, where you want to be betting this year is you want to be betting on uh, Alpine. You want to be re- betting on uh, Aston Martin. Uh, what's the other one? McLaren. And I think there's one more. Oh, and Alfatari. Those are, like, the four middle-pack teams. And Ferrari, I would say, as well.
0: How but, lame is that to be Ferrari and be a middle-of-the-pack team? Dude, that's kind of a loser moment right there.
1: It's pretty embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. It is. Yeah. It- very embarrassing for the team hey, do we have a salary cap going this year too i think so i forget what it is though
2: oh. something like 134 million
1: yeah something like that
0: so do, anyway. so considering didn't mercedes used to spend like 300 million
1: uh more i think it was like 400 ferrari was like 420.
0: Dang. so are their <laughs> cars like significantly shittier this year
1: um mm, well i think
2: it's they ferrari? probably just outsource cheaper parts somehow.
1: Ferrari definitely I would say um but like yeah I don't know I mean like they but yeah it's, it's an interesting one I don't really know like it's hard to say after one race
0: yeah they you know, straight, straight
1: point, up they, they point on one
0: dude they just fucked up the red keep they're like hell no dude Cersei you're down in the mud with everyone else yeah that's a game a game of thrones reference if you didn't get it it's yeah. okay
3: yeah
0: <laughs> okay. um should we move on guys should we hit up should we hit up Goats and Woots? I'm down. Raph, are you down for a little Goats and woots Always. Gotcha always, gotcha. always. All right. So today's Goats and Woots, guys. Uh, we are sitting here trying to figure out what topic to do. We've decided on the Goats and Woots of Canada. All aspects. There's no niche thing we're talking about. Any part of Canada, anything. I don't really know how to describe it. Canada. Um.
1: <laughs> Canadians politics you can you can <laughs> go anywhere. You can go anywhere. With it.
0: Josh is going to get super political. He's going to be like votes uh the NDP, the conservatives <laughs> and Trudeau.
1: Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. Okay, who wants Dude, to start?
0: Dude, sketchy guy in the chat, Liam and 10 saying Don Cherry, <laughs> he clearly he clearly meant goats, too. That's what he's saying. Watch out for Liam Fienan, big Don Cherry stan. Got to watch out for him um yeah who's starting raf no
2: uh my number one fucking goat for all of canada unreal maple syrup
1: oh hey
2: yeah
0: classic choice very
2: you can't classic go wrong choice. even just like maple syrup flavored shit like fucking maple bacon or like maple syrup flavored beers like love it love it all can't go wrong with it
1: or even like maple syrup smelling one hundred dollar bills.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was the thing. That was pretty. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so sick. Our money's yeah. all scratch and sniff.
1: Yeah, exactly. That'd be fucking dope. Uh yeah. And then like, actually, never mind. I was gonna say, I'm like, why don't you just like have one one bill that you scratch and sniff, and it smells like the Queen or something? It smells like a there you go. You know?
2: Yeah, yeah. Isn't there like, uh, oh fuck, I think at Caballo Suspension Bridge you can get these like maple syrup cookies or something like that that are fucking awesome.
1: There you go. I I think
2: those are also up there. Yeah. Anything maple syrup flavored That's my number one.
1: Okay. It showed up. I'll go. I'll go next here. Um, The population. I like how we don't have a lot of people that live here. I'm actually glad that we're not crowded (laughs) like the U.S. I really am. I just find that it's just a lot more manageable. You know, like when you look at like the U.S. You're going after like 350 million people. Whereas here it's like, dude, like you're going after like 38, like you're chilling, you know, yeah. like it's not, it's it's manageable, I would say.
3: Yeah, I agree. And
1: plus, and I think we have the most like square, aside from Russia, I'm pretty sure we have the most like square kilometers per person uh, in the world, second most behind Russia.
2: Yeah, because nobody fucking lives in Siberia.
1: Yeah, exactly. But wait,
0: lives. In, there's like very few people that live in the fucking north half north of our of our country. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Love that. Okay. All right. E. All right. My first, my first goat. This is uh this is really just for a select few people out there. Uh, is I got Canada in my pocket. It was a song back in elementary I school. I don't know if y'all, y'all ever went to, to fucking music class back in the day. I don't know if they still do that. Uh, I got Canada in my pocket. A little bit of history, a penny and a nickel and a quarter, mean a lot to you and me.
2: Do you think that song is now outdated because we don't use pennies?
0: Honestly, it probably has some sort of racist undertone to it that I don't know about, but (laughs) I kind of like that. That song really like someone like like Ring Around the Roses. Yeah, I've I've definitely I've definitely been uh, (laughs) I've definitely been utilizing the like small numbers of viewers we have right now. I've already asked for a physiotherapist, but I'm also going to ask for a DJ. If there's a DJ out there, can you please remix Canada in My Pocket? So that right. we can have a sick bop when we go out of quarantine. That'd sure. be awesome.
1: Okay. Raph, number two.
2: Dude, the obvious one that I'm surprised nobody said first, healthcare.
0: Oh,
1: that'd That's be so fun.
2: I feel like we all overlooked that one. How many times have you just gone to the doctor, just walked in, walked out? No problem. Yeah, I know. No That's fucking like questions asked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. you could be burning a hole in your pocket. That's You're so clicking. fucked. Like, yeah. Uh,
1: like, I just can't. The- Yeah. The other other thing I will add, and this isn't part of my goats, but something to kind of add on to it is assisted dying. I think that's actually an interesting right to have that most people don't have. Assisted dying? Assisted Assisted dying. Assisted suicide. Or assisted suicide. Yeah, sure. Whatever you want to call it.
0: I guess I don't think that's a term they want to use, actually. I mean, it's probably assisted dying.
1: Yeah. Anyway, regardless, I just think it's... And I was listening to this comedian, but he's like, no government or no, you know, one official can tell you when it's your time to check out, which I thought is very, I think that's actually a very interesting, and interesting yeah. freedom to have. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of freedom, my, uh, my second one is, uh, we're allies with the U S now <laughs> I'm just kind of I'm sorry,
0: are we on this, votes right
1: now? I'm just kinda, <laughs> I'm just kind of taking this from a like a World War III type of standpoint. Uh, okay. It's very comforting to know that you've got the land of the free and the home of the brave just you know 20 minutes south of us, knowing that if China or North Korea or Russia get a little frisky with old Canadians over here, we got the US to back us up. That's kinda it's kind of nice. You know, like, yeah, but... like we wouldn't get fucked. <laughs> Cause we probably would by the time the U S actually like, you know, kind of come in and clean up. But nonetheless, I still think it's kind of a nice thing.
2: I don't I think it's, that. it's kind of alarming though. Like think about it. If we get, if they get into like a war with China or something like that, Washington state gets nuked.
1: Well, that's kind of the shitty thing is like all that's just going to
2: fucking catch like the slightest draft all the way up North and then we're all hooped.
1: Yeah. That's kind of the other, I mean, that's kind of the bittersweet thing is like, we kind of have to back up whatever the U.S. does, which is kind of unfortunate because, like, they kind of stick their big fucking nose in front of everything.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I still think that it's it's a good thing to have.
0: I agree. Um, <laughs> isn't it fucking weird that? I agree. World War Three. You're like choosing a superpower, but you're you're basically just all right. What side? Like which psychopath am I siding with? Like you're basically sitting there, like all right, do choose Freddie or Jason? Who do you want to be with? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what you're stuck with. So yeah, weird. exactly. Um, okay, my next my next choice, uh, Terry Fox, motherfuckers. Literally, if that dude was th- today, dude, he would be the most viral thing ever to happen. He already already is one of the most famous Canadians, rightfully so. Um, we were talking about the 2k run earlier in high school that you used to have to do anytime that I, anytime you were told about like what Terry Fox did and they put it quantitatively for you and told you like how much he did in one amount of time on like his health conditions. I thought to myself like, all right, I guess I could do a 2k run. Now that was inspiring to think I still could not do it very well. Tubby didn't like running very much, but shout (laughs) out Terry Fox. That's a fucking like, that's got to embody what you want to be as a Canadian, right? Like that kind of, determination that kind of yeah.
1: grit it shows the yeah. courage
0: it does it really does
1: yeah love that Rap? cool
2: uh my last one uh bc dude bc love bc it. is one of the greatest things about canada i think i like i've talked about this so many times where it's like i love where we live because we have everything right fucking there yeah you know yeah. what i mean like you have the ocean right there you have the mountains right there you've got the city right there like you can literally do anything you want to within like a couple hours in BC,
1: and like you've got Lake Country, a couple
0: yeah.
2: hours north. Exactly. Don't
0: you, don't you think the name kind of sucks? What British Columbia? Columbia? British Columbia. It's like not even an original name. It's just two names put together. Hundred <laughs> percent. But we got a sick acronym, BC. BC's dope. I like
2: BC. Uh, sick.
3: Yeah. I
2: think. I think on top of that too, like think about how nice our drinking water is. Yeah. Like I had a buddy who yeah, was out, uh, who was out up north. He was fishing. And he was like, came there overnight and he accidentally drank like just water that wasn't even filtered or anything like that. Didn't get sick. No, nothing. Just straight up from a river. Totally fine. Like, that's nice. Love that. Yeah. Uh, You do that in most places. You're fucking sick. You're bedridden for like, what, a week, week and a half?
1: Yeah, exactly. No shit.
2: Yeah. It's good Um, stuff.
1: Okay. My last one. This is going to tie into rafts, Kind of. The Rocky Mountains, dude, the Rocky Mountains, like those things are some of the most beautiful mountains, if not the most beautiful mountains in the world. Like you see pictures of the Alps, you see the pictures of the Andes, you see pictures of whatever. The Rockies, dude, are actually like, they're fucking massive. Oh, yeah. They are beautiful. Like they're one of Earth's craziest fucking things about it that it's ever created. I'm a huge Rocky Mountain guy. Huge Rockies guy, <laughs>
2: and they span through Alberta. Can't forget that.
1: Yeah,
0: a little bit of a, a little bit of a homer in them. We yeah, get yeah. Uh, Be Josh. Year?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, last pick for goats here. Uh, ODRs. If you know, you know. ODRs. O-D-R. I love. Raph, that. you know what that is?
2: No, what that's an ODR.
0: Outdoor rink, baby.
2: No, oh, my god.
0: Rinks. <laughs> Now, isn't that an ironic thing to say because I grew up in BC and have never experienced an ODR in my life, but yeah. I'm sure I they're gonna great. going to say,
2: like the lacrosse box down the road, like that's about it. That's all we got.
0: Yeah. We don't have a proper I, fucking drink outside. Anything, just like the knee, though, it's an excuse. It's an excuse as to why I'm not in the NHL. I know I have the talent, the size, the mindset. I just don't have the ODR growing up to get there. So, What <laughs> titties.
1: Okay. Do we have any honorable mentions for the GOATs?
0: Uh, I wrote down. Everybody loves us. That's everybody dope. likes us. Lots you of kinda... craft breweries. Yes. There Lots we of beer. beer. <laughs> got to be the craft beer capital of the world. <laughs> Mine. I wonder. I'll Look it up. up. I feel like I feel like Europe is so hell bent on like Guinness and Heineken that they don't even know what craft beer is.
1: Our my only honorable mention is our money. That's it.
0: Nice. Yeah. I wrote down most multicultural place in the world. I just made that up. I think that's true.
2: (laughs) Real quick. Penticton is Canada's craft beer capital.
0: Shut the fuck up.
2: San Diego is the craft beer capital, apparently. Oh, no, that's that's America.
0: That's fair. Um, And then
2: Portland has the most craft breweries in the world, I think.
0: I went to Portland. We didn't even see that many.
2: But they're probably all tucked away. Like Think about how how small some of the craft breweries are that we have.
0: Yeah, it's true. All right, it's true. Wotes, bring it up, guys. Let's shit on Canada real quick.
2: Oh my god! Oh shit! My bad. Uh, <laughs> fucking, where do we want to start? Uh, how about something kind of topical? Our fucking COVID nineteen execution. Oh, absolute Va- dookie.
0: Vaccinations.
2: Six, yeah, what six? The whole country's doing sixty thousand people a day. I think, or no, that just may be BC alone. But hey, still. you know
0: what? I did this math for a friend the other day, and I don't think we should shit on BC as much as we do. There's probably other facts to like disagree with me. Yeah. But like, if you go off of the states vaccinating a million people a day, which I don't know if they're doing more now, this is the states are vaccinating
2: three million people a day.
0: Yeah, at the time of when I said this, it was a bit different. I think it yeah. was they were doing a million and we were doing sixty thousand. And when you when you like factor in population size it yeah, was like about the they, yeah they were doing i think like point point uh what was it point three percent of their fuck i remember it was like point nine versus point six like we weren't far off right yeah exactly true. so like so I, like the numbers you're right that we've kind of sh- we've shit the bed in the fact that we don't have a shit ton of vaccines that's where we should yeah
2: but think about also places like what manitoba has a curfew right now toronto's back in full lockdown we're slowly going back into phase three lockdown like yeah. You know, yeah. we also don't have a primary provider for the vaccine. Everything's being imported from other countries.
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean, like I think that's that's where the where you kind of take a back seat, right? It's like if you don't fucking develop it, you're you're on the waiting list. You know, yeah, like that's yeah. where the US is. Like they're like, why would they? Why would they focus on Canada when they have their own shit to deal with and a lot more people? So yeah. Um. Okay, boys, my first vote. Uh, the perception that we are all nice. I don't like that because some Canadians are assholes, and yeah. I don't know. Like I just like I, I don't I don't know. That's always kind of like oh you guys are so nice. It's like what the fuck. Like we're regular. Like what do you mean? Like I'm so nice? Like you like you smash Dusty's ashes in front of me. What do you think I'm gonna say sorry? <laughs> gonna kick your ass. Have
2: you, like- have you ever heard of the phrase, Josh, the Canadian standoff?
1: <laughs> no.
2: It's when two Canadian people open the door or a Canadian person opens the door and he ushers somebody to go being like after you and then the other guy looks at him and he's like, no, no, after you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> That's what
2: they call a Canadian standoff. And
1: then, and then they both apologize as they walk past each other.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's kinda, it is kind of cool though. Like anytime you go international, the fact that they think you're nice right away, it gives you like one strike or like you're allowed to use one strike, you know? Yeah, yeah, Like exactly. you could go up to shake their hand and be like, hey, you're fucking ugly and they'll be like, all right. Now we're starting fresh.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I think, I think there's something like, as soon as you say, like, as soon as you say you're American, like you're done for.
2: sour taste. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. and I have this one story. I was in Amsterdam and we were going on a bike tour around downtown, like seeing Anne Frank's house and all this stuff. And, uh, we were right before we started going, the guides like, okay, like, you know, like what's everyone's names? Like, where are you guys from? uh so we're going around and like we're like oh like we're from canada you know like we say mm-hmm. like, country you know like you say where you're from and then like she'll be like oh like where in canada and um yeah. you know we'll say like oh vancouver you know because like if we say like nanaimo or new westminster like don't give a shit about that okay yeah and then we had two people in our group and like oh like where are you guys from and uh and they're like oh we're from austin
3: yeah. yeah
1: and like and and the americans have the perception that everyone just knows where you're at, like where that is, you know? Yeah. Like, obviously, like I know it's from Texas, like I know that. But I just want one of these days to someone be like, like, where is that? You know? And like, oh, it's in Texas. Where's that? It's in the United States. Where's that? You know? And just kind of like put them in their place a little bit and be like, oh, yeah. I mean, you're not center of the universe. Yeah. Just a yeah. Bit, you know? Just yeah. a humble, like, or like, a humble about it.
0: Like really shit, like they say they're from Austin, Texas. You're like, oh, that's that like really progressive place where they where they have like gay pride parade all the time, and they like you know they just believe in weed being legal, and like just basically list off what California is, and they'll yeah. be so mad, they'll be like, we're not fucking
1: California. And then and like I remember I I talked to this one guy as well, and he's like, oh yeah, I have like a like a friend in Toronto, and like they say it in a way that they think that I'm gonna know that person in Toronto. Yeah. Like, I don't even know my neighbor. (laughs) No, like, it's, no, like, it's crazy because it's, like, again, another thing. It's, like, oh, we're from Austin. It's, like, oh, yeah, I've got a friend in Seattle. Like, do you know her? Her name's this. And just see, like, what they say and just, like, act stupid even though, like, you know, you know where it is and, like, you know that you're smart. But, anyway, I digress. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Okay. I'm next up for the votes this is a testament to my uh my nationalism i guess uh i had a hard time coming up with votes because canada so great so great canada uh first <laughs> one i wrote down though unusable land way too much of that we said it earlier we've got siberia up north and there's probably a lot of people that live up north that are like they're definitely watching stick and ring and saying fuck you like i love it up here sorry yeah. i don't that's that uh, why not
2: because it's not, land.
0: it's not Vancouver. Like, imagine if we had—this is probably scientifically impossible—but if we had, like, all of BC was Vancouver, H- housing prices I'd, wouldn't I'd... be so high. I probably <laughs> wouldn't be getting evicted.
2: It's true. <laughs> where, where would all of our energy come from? Wind. Where? <laughs> from from wind, all the from all the lo- open land that we have due wind. to all of our cities <laughs> that we have fucking covering the entire country. No wind, way,
0: bro. Don't worry, wind will solve it. Okay, uh, I'm you, just gonna hey, go on. You, you believed in wind for a while. That was your cell phone provider. Still is.
2: Yeah, sucks balls. I hate it. The only reason I'm with it is because it's cheap.
0: But it works. <laughs> Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, my next vote: fucking geese. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the hate.
0: best vote you could have
2: chose. Dude, the worst fucking animal ever. They suck. They're big. They're dirty. They're mean. They're loud. <laughs> they always fly in when you're not expecting them, and you hear them honking, and it's super fucking annoying.
1: And they get mad at you when they when they come into your personal space. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like they're just the fucking worst animal ever. I
1: love that. That's <laughs> William awesome. Liam
0: Feenan. He's he's on fire in the Twitch chat. He says, "Glad they are used for coats." I do want to <laughs> say when I when I when I see a coat that says "Made with." whatever it says like down goose feathers i'm like yeah dude double down i'm in do you Let's feel very
2: patriotic while wearing that coat
0: yeah <laughs> well people will say like dude you're cruel uh-uh dude i just picture myself like in the saskatchewan fields shooting it down be like yeah that's a coat right that's, there. Oh my God. <laughs> um, that's what they shoot right they shoot geese uh no, they shoot ducks
1: really
2: is it i think so yeah it's not geese i don't think you can shoot geese
1: dude, i think it's like really? i
2: think hunting geese is
0: illegal
1: really no, no you can no you can hunt geese I, don't I, gotta know. Clear, I gotta clear my schedule then okay um my next one snow tires hate them
0: oh the worst
1: <laughs> snow tires are actually brutal <laughs> like i i just hate how that's like at like twice a year it's a conversation for like 20 to 30 minutes that i have to go through it's like oh you got snow tires on it's like no, I don't. Like, I know how to drive. Like, you should know how to drive in the snow.
0: Did you used to have snow tires in Alberta? Yes. Yeah, okay, because you had to.
1: Well, no, actually, well, my
0: mom...
2: No, because he had to traverse the coke in his little car.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. only
2: reason he had snow tires.
0: Bro, you oh, may I- as well just put fucking skis on the bottom of it, man. But,
1: dude, <laughs> my, mom, my mom never had snow tires. She always had all season. Same with my dad. Like same thing like and this just might be the Alberta talking but like when people are like oh my god like we're gonna get two like boys we got four snowfalls this year and people are rocking winter tires like what are you doing like why is that a thing like people should learn how to drive in the snow because like, no, it's but a waste of money.
0: I am against you on this though because the reason you have snow tires is not for when it snows in Vancouver it's for when like if you're like me and you don't plan a bunch of shit. It's for when you're like, oh, this weekend I want to go to Whistler. I want to go. I'm going to Whistler. Okay, and like that's then, what you need. I thought
2: okay. you were gonna say it's for when you're running late and you just need to haul ass, going like a buck twenty down the highway and two centimeters yeah. of snow and you can't stop. You okay, need that softness. All- <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, here, here's the thing, though, is then get all seasons, get all season tires, rain, snow, mud, sun or shine, whatever it is. Like it doesn't doesn't matter. You know, like winter tires are the biggest waste of money unless you literally live up north. BC, get your heads out of your asses, man. Come on. <laughs> You're making us all look bad.
0: Anyway. All right. B- uh, my next vote, my second vote. I'm going university, just universities, actually. Canadian universities. Mostly joke. because, like, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke because you get to hear what American universities like. Granted... Our universities aren't like sixty thousand a year, which is kind of cool. I dig mm-hmm. that, but I also kind of don't like that I can't have like a Blue Mountain State experience because, like, I went to I went to Capilano.
2: Oh shit! Did we lose them?
1: Oh fuck! I thought I thought yeah. I think it's just e that we lost.
2: Oh, it's tough. Look okay, real the- quick, I looked up. I looked up the whole goose thing. Guess how many geese you can kill a day. Ten. You are, if you have a license, you are illegally allowed to hunt 10 geese a day in BC.
1: That's sick,
2: that's a lot of fucking geese.
1: So, I, I kind of want to that, I love that, but I'm pretty sure Canada goose jackets are actually made from like fu- oh, there he goes. Uh, I, I
2: removed him, he'll be back eventually.
1: I'm <laughs> pretty <laughs> sure they're made from like fox or something, like it's actually like an endangered species, anyway. I'm
0: really? not wrong that you would I would pay anything to go to a Canadian like a university experience like fucking Arizona State
1: yeah
2: where yeah, do so- you think you cut
0: off
1: yeah uh,
2: okay. how long do you think you went because you just kind of came in <laughs> out of nowhere making no fucking sense at all
1: we were talking for well, I last planned on that like yeah 40 seconds yeah
0: I think the last thing I left off on was 60,000 a year
1: yeah
2: no you about. went you went past that
0: Okay, so I said 60,000 a year and then I said
2: you said Capilano and everything just froze.
0: Capilano just apparently they're watching and they just sewered me when I was about to say they don't have any res there. You can't live on campus. Yeah. Um, Which means you can't party on campus, which means there's no the only like the fact of the matter is there's probably five to seven universities in all of Canada where you can have a good time. There's about five to seven hundred universities in the States where you can have a good time.
1: Yeah, I just like the one the one thing I will say is if you actually want a true education, come on up here to good old Canada and we'll give you (laughs) one hell of an education. Yeah. But if you're looking to party and just like just fucking get rowdy on res, like dude, US is where it's at, man. Like it's just the whole experience of it is just not it right now. Like we just don't have the amount of people. It's it's crazy. Like and you know what it is, and I and I firmly believe this: we we Fine. don't have college sports.
0: That's we what I, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, well,
2: not to that caliber at least.
1: Like, yeah, like there's we, no tailgating at a UBC Thunderbirds <laughs> game. Are you joking? Like, you know, yeah. like we not. We don't have a stadium like fucking Kyle Field where Texas A and M plays that seats 110,000 college kids every weekend. Like, we exactly. don't have that. You know, like, yeah. the fact that they can fill a stadium like that, dude, we can't even fill BC Place. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's nuts. Anyway.
0: Yeah. That's the sport thing. The sport thing is the worst. Like, the top U sports teams, CIS, like, that shit is, is nothing. It's nothing compared to what the NCAA is. Yeah. Um, All
1: right. Okay. Who's my, my last Raph
0: next, one. isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. It is Raph next.
0: Raph, yeah, Wait, no. You, didn't you do the last one, E? No. Yeah, I did okay yeah, it goes rough
2: Cool. Uh, my last one, fucking Quebec.
3: One <laughs> <laughs> place just needs
2: to fucking not be a part of Canada anymore. Dude, they no. kept fighting for their own independence from Canada. I think it's, it's, I think it's for the best if we just like cut them off, not if they get to leave from
0: us. You know what I mean?
1: What, dude? What's yeah. gonna happen to our Olympic team, dude? They're all gone.
0: Oh, whatever, dude. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, like all the all the skiers and all that.
1: Yeah.
3: No. Dude, gonna oh, win
0: shit. gold. We'll uh, figure it out. <laughs> hey, but maybe when we cut the border out, we can use like those fancy scissors with the cool edges. So we just like kind of estimate what gets what gets with it and what doesn't. And <laughs> hope that all that'd the professional kind of... athletes are just left within Canada. Yeah, that'd be kind, of, and, be, and it would look pretty too. The border of the country.
1: We'll, <laughs> leave, we'll leave like Montreal and Quebec City, but everything else can take a hike. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, my last one here, boys, and I don't want to dive too much into it, but. Uh, the Canadian, like our Canadian history. It's pretty sucks. Fucked. It's pretty fucked, yeah, man. Yeah. It sucks. sucks. Like everyone's like, oh my God, Canada's such a happy place. It's like, dude, you go back like a hundred years. It was not a happy place. Like, it it's a so weird
2: crazy combination, crazy. Josh, of like really fucked up and super boring. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: it's bo- yes. yeah. Like it's like a boring. And that's the other thing. It's like nothing exciting happened. Like we didn't separate from the U S, you know, like there was no yeah. revolution. Like, There was none of that. Uh,
2: Hudson Bay Trade Company was, I think, the most exciting thing (laughs) about all of Canada.
1: Yeah. And like it was literally just the French and the British just yelling at each other. It was like a discount fucking like war that the US had like 20 odd odd years later. Like and on top of that, it was just a full of like colonization, assimilation, all that sad stuff. Like like, fucked up our true Canadians, which is so sad. Anyway.
0: I would this isn't trying to diminish any any of that. On any on any scale, is there a country out there that has a good past?
1: Mm,
0: no, I know none I of us. Like, none of us know that, but I, that's an interesting question. I don't know.
1: I feel like the country that has the worst, like it's got to be England. Like, they, yeah, like
0: they they just, England, yeah, they just uh, yeah. In Russia, Russia. I don't even know because they were like. I feel like England. Josh is right. England was kind of like what the U.S. is now. It's kind of the center of the world for a while. Yeah, nah. like they
1: were like the world superpower. Like, they dominated yeah. everything.
0: I think we we kind of got to stop saying, like, Canada was bad, US was bad. The fucking world was bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah. Why well, do we just say up. that? Yeah. Well, I think it
1: was because, like, the world of discovery, right? Like, things are still being discovered. Like, people didn't even know what fucking Earth was. They saw an ocean. And one day, someone probably is like, I'm going to get across that thing. And then they yeah. came across and, like, came to Canada. And hello, Christopher Columbus. There you go. How are you?
0: Yeah, seriously, no, fourteen nine weird or stuff
1: or seventeen. Oh,
0: I forget. <laughs> I think it's fourteen.
1: Yeah, it's fourteen.
0: I, I just said that though. I have no evidence.
1: Yeah, no idea either. Pretty
0: seventeen ninety two sure. sounds no because America was founded then, weren't they?
1: Yeah, that oh, was. That like, I, a, I don't know. Yeah, was, yeah no, it was seventeen ninety two or seventeen ninety six. I should <laughs> really
0: shut up because I just embarrass myself anytime I try and sound <laughs> smart.
1: Anyway, so yeah, that's my that's my last vote. It's just Canadian history. It's pretty fucked.
0: All right, that's a e, round us off. Um. Okay. Uh. The fact that we don't have any tropical places, like we don't have a floor, uh, like BC is really the only place. Like Vancouver is the, the only place
1: that can grow uh, a palm tree.
0: Yeah, and, I, I mean, like a palm tree, true. and <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like somewhere where you can put a resort, and you, it's kind of like the Mexico feel or the Florida feel, you know? Yeah. I no, it's just not the same, though. It's, like, such a small beach, and it's, like... But it's in the summer, it's, the like, same. a very similar
2: vibe. Or, like, let's say, like, something on Kits, like, right there by the beach.
0: It's similar, but in, like, a local sense. Like, I've yeah. always thought to myself, whenever I talk to people that travel over here, and I see them at English Bay, or even yeah. Victoria, for Shane in the chat, like, even that, you kind of think to yourself, like, is it all that it was cracked up to be? You know? Like, yeah. visually? Because, like... You
1: know, I've, I've always wondered that, too. I mean, like, when you think about you know, going down to the U S or like going over to Europe, you know, like I would say people go over to Europe for like the history, right? Cause it's like the found, like it's the founding of everything. Like Europe was where it's at 700 years ago and beyond. Now you look at Canada or you look at even the U S it's like, okay, when you go into the U S you go to a certain city, like you go to Miami and you've got the white sand, you've got the picturesque beach. It doesn't snow. It's never cold. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, you've got, like, old nightclubs and there's just kind of, like, that type of thing. And it's just, like, a very, like, touristy vibe. Like, I've always wondered, like, if you're a tourist and you're like, hey, like, we're taking the family to Vancouver, like, what's the attraction? Like, what is it? Like, what do you guys want to do here? You know, like, the ocean's pretty fucking freezing. If you come in the winter, I mean, like, like Rousey, you have the beach, you got some nice parks, you got some hikes, camping, and all that stuff. But, I mean, like... Other than that, like Vancouver, like it's a pretty generic city, you know, yeah. like we don't have like that thing. It's like people come here for that. Like people go to Florida for like Miami or Disney World or like, you know, California, well, L.A. and like,
2: oh, But that. do you think that's also based off of like people having different expectations for different places?
1: Yeah, I guess. totally. If we were if we were to compare. OK, well, then how about this? What would be the Vancouver equivalent in the world?
0: Well, it, it, like, you know, you like sh- want to
1: go there. You, you know what city is? Oh. Portland? It's not on the ocean. It's on a river.
0: Yeah, I, I would I would nah. say Portland's. Portland's Portland ain't it. Seattle's more of it than Portland is. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I, I would say the reason people come to Vancouver is because they hear it's picturesque and they hear that it's like they hear the, that line where you're like you can go to the mountains and the and the beach, the ocean in the same day. Yeah, true. Things like that. And if you Google like best tourist attractions in Vancouver, Stanley Park's number one. Uh, I think, and then it's just a, a crapshoot of like English Bay, Lionsgate Bridge, Capilano Suspension Bridge, the mountains, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, true. But this is that—that's thing about being spoiled and living here is that like whenever someone says like, "Hey, you want to go to go to Stanley Park?" I'm kind of like, mm, "No." The <laughs> two most the
2: two <laughs> most similar cities in the world to Vancouver are Seattle and San Francisco.
0: San Fran, I could see. Dude, yeah,
1: San Fran. Like, I just think it's a lot more interesting though. You know, it's famous for the hills. Probably you've got the cable cars you've got a pr- you've got a fucking prison sitting in your bay called alcatraz like you know you've got golden gate which is f- way fucking better than lion's gate it's just a, like twice as long i don't know yeah i mean I, I can but you see don't it.
2: have the forestry that we have here like that's the one thing that people take for granted it's like you yeah. don't bria- have that greenery
0: bria in the twitch chat is so positive dude she's saying centennial's nice stanley park's nice the sky <laughs> train's cool she's like josh in calgary man she's she won't go down she'll go down with a fight big time i would say (laughs) that best place to live i would say best place to live in the world not the best place to visit
1: all
0: right yeah
1: i agree with that all right Mm. boys was Was that that it oh that was it that's it that's it
0: i wrote down honorable mention for Wotes. i wrote down the flag i don't know i kind of like the flag though i don't know why i wrote it like the flag
1: Yeah, the flag's classic uh, for me, my, my honorable mention for Wotes is Saskatchewan.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going
2: to I'm gonna agree with Josh no, on that. I said the guys. Prairies, Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Oh, yeah. Come on. And then somehow yeah. loop in Merritt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: I used to have the same belief about Saskatchewan, but we'll have, we'll have an interview with a guy from Saskatchewan a while back. And I don't know how many of you guys you, you know from Sask. It's the people there are literally 100% of the time they are gems and hilarious people. So, whereas Vancouver, it's about 1% of the time, and we are three of them, so.
2: <laughs> uh, Liam in the chat came in, no votes for housing. Housing is definitely a vote, 110%.
1: Well, no, that's, yeah. more of a, that's more of a Vancouver thing.
2: Yeah, cost of living, yeah, I guess. Well, even Toronto, too. Isn't Toronto very expensive to live in?
1: Toronto's brutal, too. I think
0: it's Cal- more expensive.
1: Dude, Calgary, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure, just got pegged as, like, the most affordable place to live in the world.
2: Yeah, like, but didn't you say that know. the wind can make people crazy?
1: No, that's left bridge. Uh, That's what it is. Which is how far from Calgary? Two hours south.
0: (laughs) Dude, imagine that. And like the cons of the city. You're like, hey, it's the most affordable place to live. What do you have to go through? Well, it was once the murder capital of Canada. And also (laughs) the wind can possibly make you go psychotic. Yeah.
2: Which kind of makes the two go hand in hand in a weird way. But we digress. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Uh, How did we not say the lakes in BC? I don't know. That's a BC thing. You're right. Never mind.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, boys. Is that it?
1: Yeah, that's
0: it. Okay. I was supposed to mention this at the beginning of the episode. There's six people in this Twitch chat still listening. This is for the podcast listeners, actually, big time. If you're listening right now, go to we have a jersey giveaway contest going on through the network that we're part of, THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network. They're doing a jersey giveaway. Very easy to enter. All you do is go to our Twitter profile, put it as the pinned tweet. It's very simple instructions. You follow a couple accounts, you retweet the posts. If our, if our, If our team's post gets the most, then someone from our list gets selected for a free jersey, so it's pretty easy. Pretty simple stuff. Uh, I like free shit, so definitely check it out. Other than that, DraftKings promo code THPN at signup. Shane, thank you for already retweeting it. Tell tell everyone. Everyone you pass by on the street, be like, hey, retweet this. There you go. That's my solution. Uh, Boys, is that it? That's it. I think that's it. All right. Curtains. Oh, harder, baby.